What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to The Wench. So we've got a fantastic show for you guys this week. Lots of good tech news topics. There's benchmarks leaked for the Ryzen 7 5800X that look extremely promising. Google dropped the new Pixel 5, Pixel 4a 5G, Chromecast with Google TV, and Nest Audio speaker this week. What else we got, Luke? Uh, scrolling down here a bit. Linus is posting another bounty. What? I oh, am? boy. No, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know about well, this. Okay, maybe no. Wait, what it's is this? It's a bounty opportunity in front of it. Okay, apparently we're doing it. You know what? Fine, fine. You know what? <laughs> oh, no. We're doing no, it's it. on me. We're doing no. it. Yeah, it's your fault. When Yvonne complains about it, it's going to be 100% on you. <laughs> okay, I haven't set the price, at least. That's so, true. That's true. I, that, that part's not my fault. What but else yeah, we got? Another bounty, dual interface graphics card. Very interesting. And Microsoft is messing around with ARM. Ooh, messing around. Let's roll that intro. Oh, oh, the intro's broken. Oh no, ah, there it is. (laughs) The show is brought to you today by Honey. Nerd or die, and Vessi footwear. Oh my! Oh yeah! Oops. The amount ah, I go. wear shoes these days is very low. <laughs> Why don't we jump right into our big headline topic of the day? Benchmarks yes. have leaked for the Ryzen 7 5800X, and it looks like it could be as good or better than an Intel Core i9. Yes, my friends, AMD copying Intel's branding might have actually um, kicked them in their own butt for the first time pretty much ever. Isn't that funny, right? Like if people are at the store and they're like, oh, you know, oh, well, this is only whatever seven and this is nine, this nine one must be better. I mean, that was always the way that AMD did it back in the day when they first introduced PR or performance rating is I think what it was short for, where Intel had a a 2.5 gigahertz. And then I don't think Intel actually ever did a 2.5 gigahertz Pentium, whatever. But the point is AMD would have 2,500 plus even though they ran at a lower clock speed. And that was because by AMD's uh, estimation, their 2500 plus, even though it was a lower clock speed, was equivalent in performance to a 2.5 gigahertz equivalent um, generation Intel. And, yeah, and that, was, that was gross. In fairness, in fairness to AMD, a lot of the time, uh, their lower clocked processors were in fact competitive with higher clocked Intel sure. ones. They were just very optimistic at times yeah. about how they applied that PR rating and the, the fact that they put a plus at the end of it. That was, that was very optimistic at, a little, at times. A yeah. So now after copying Intel's positioning, very Intel's very uncreative positioning, AMD could be the ones that are like, Oh, um, well, this is awkward. We can't call the 5,800 X a Ryzen nine when it was a, a Ryzen seven like last generation for the 3800x so i guess it's gonna have to be a ryzen 7 but this thing absolutely kicks around the 10900k so ahead of amd's october 18 uh, october 8th ryzen announcement details on their upcoming zen 3 based processors have allegedly leaked now here's a bit of a problem luke you play a lot of ashes of singularity you play a lot of that game. <laughs> that, that would play on Friday I, night, Saturday night. I, let's 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 see. I want to see like it's on Steam, right? Wednesday we night. This, Wednesday. We did, <laughs> we did this very recently with with Flight Simulator, so I want to see like Steam stats on Ashes Singularity. Sure. So while you're while you're pulling that up, uh, according to an Ashes of the Singularity benchmark discovered by API Apisac, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce that. AMD is skipping the 4000 series for their desktop CPU names. This makes a ton of sense. I, I'm not going to say I love this move because I hated the move that they made in the first place, putting them out of sync for mobile and desktop. But I appreciate this move because it makes it much easier for consumers to know what they're getting. So mobile is obviously going to have to get a new series because they already call Zen 2 uh, Ryzen 4000. 
So then if mobile has to be 5,000, then desktop should be 5,000 too, so that we know architecturally what kind of product we're buying. So 5,000 series looks like it's going to be Zen 3. As for the benchmarks themselves, they're no longer available on the Ashes website, but when they were there, they revealed that an 8-core Ryzen 7 5800X would be superior in terms of CPU performance and roughly comparable in terms of GPU performance to the Core i9-10900K. And there's actually a graph. There's a graph here posted by Ponson on the Twitter. So red or orange or whatever color that is, is the 5800X. And then we've got blue is a 10900K and a 3800X is in yellow. So that is a massive, massive intergenerational performance improvement. All right, but uh, this is a very popular game though, right, Luke? How, how popular is it? So on Twitch, there is no one streaming it. And the last stream was about a month ago. No one? Uh, and, That's gotta be a glitch. And on Steam charts, the last 24 hour peak was actually higher than I expected at 83 players. Wow. <laughs> 83 players so then that's basically the 20 or so tech reviewers that might have been using it as a synthetic benchmark right basically and 60 whole people all dozens of us playing <laughs> ashes of the singularity that is just fantastic um separate leaked benchmarks place the ryzen 9 5900x so this would be the 12 core running with a boost clock of 5 gigahertz at a mere 150 watt tdp uh wait mere wow that's ooh, that's a lot it seems like amd's pushing hard but if they got to 5 gigahertz that's going to be pretty impressive that has eluded amd since the launch of ryzen and uh, uh, there's no way it's all cores but uh that's very fast one, one sec. If it, what what happened uh, on the week of Monday, April the twenty seventh? Monday, April the twenty seventh. Week of Monday the so like from that Monday forward, what happened that week? Because if you go if you go on Steam stats, Steam charts, and you look at Ashes of Singularity, they have steadily declining players for the last year from two hundred down to like eighty three, whatever I did for the last twenty four hour peak. But they do it by week. And for the week of Monday, April the 27th. Uh, what year? In 2019? 2020. 2020. It spikes from 160 players the week before to 3,758. Weird. And then immediately back down to 340 the week after that, 184 the week after that. Uh, like it slams up and then completely drops down. What big tech news was there that week? I have no idea, actually. I, I do not I do not recall uh, anything in particular happening that week. Um, it looks like, okay, sorry. They say week from, but it looks like they're doing it monthly. So I don't, so did something happen in... I have no idea what happened in April. Early. So was there something that happened in May? Intel CPUs launch? Ah, uh, I don't remember, but like why ashes all over the place? Hold on. There's a few more things I want to wrap up with here. Sure. So aside from the core count and clock speed rumors, Zen 3 is also expected to feature significant IPC improvements. So that's performance per clock. And we're thinking about 15% compared to Zen 2. So theoretically, with both a clock speed and IPC improvement, Ryzen 5000 series could be well ahead of Comet Lake. AMD previously stated they'll be using an evolution of TSMC's 7 nanometer process. Um, they have not actually named it directly. Uh, the enhanced N7P process, which boasts a 7%-ish performance improvement over N7, seems like the best fit after AMD clarified that their 7 nanometer plus nomenclature did not mean a more sophisticated EUV-based N7 plus process, which claims a 10% improvement. So, dang. But can I can I go tinfoil hat here for a second? Can I go tinfoil hat? Absolutely. And like, Please do. I don't actually think this is necessary. I don't think this is true. There. I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to put it out there as something that I don't think is true but it is just extremely fishy. Even reviewers don't use Ashes of the Singularity anymore. Yeah, could, not really. Could this be an AMD cherry-picked scenario 
that they accidentally leaked. It's uh, it's yeah, I would give that a, a, a pretty high chance of being a thing. Like Ashes of the Singularity is such a, a like a non-factor, even for most reviewers at this point. I have still seen it in presentations from manufacturers where it seems like they don't read the same, you know, uh, news that we do out in the media, or maybe they're just not paying as close attention, or maybe it's like a licensing thing. Like they have a harder time licensing games for use for like official presentations. I know that that can be a thing. Like I remember um, there was an Intel laptop running um, uh, XE graphics a little while back at like uh, some trade show. I think it was like very early XE graphics at the last CES. And I was like, hey, I don't, I don't want to play Counter-Strike. I want to play like at the time what was cool at the time Fortnite or whatever like i want to play this and they're like sure uh i I don't remember who it was so i'm not accusing anyone in particular but some popular battle royale game and they were like yeah we we tried we know but they they wouldn't allow us to do it i'm like you got to be kidding me that's basically marketing for their product that's 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 you intel the gigantic multinational multi-billion dollar organization acknowledging their game as like the hotness right now why why would you expect to be paid for that are you insane so it could just be that ashes of singularity is a a popular one for companies to use because it's like it has a very wide range of technology support you know directx 12 sli things that real games for whatever reason can't implement but this one can and uh and i guess they're they're real cooperative about about using it um so so that's my guess is whether accidentally or on purpose i think this came straight from amd there you know what no i i do think i don't think it happened on purpose I think it was probably an accident because they were probably using it internally to create the decks for the presentation for the launch of Zen 3. I'm on, I'm on board with your previous opinion to a certain degree because we, we've seen this a lot over the last few years. Like these, these totally not intentional leaks that come from companies. Like it's, it's been happening a ton. So I like, yeah, may, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if it, if it was an intentional leak. It's also really hard to keep things under wraps. Like, I mean, you saw the whole thing with, uh, what was it? Um, uh, was it, I think it was uh, Tesla that had like a literal spy, like yeah. try yeah. to steal and try to steal uh, data from their company. Like, like this is a thing when you're, when you have, you know, something like a new iPhone the week before it launched, like, I would not be surprised if you could get tens of thousands of dollars for it from some publication that wants to to break the news of what the new iPhone looks like early or whatever the case may be. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we got to the bottom of the Ashley Singularity thing. I can't find, like, actual proof of this, but it seems like it was included in a Humble Bundle and then everyone immediately quit playing. <laughs> oh. Ouch. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> <laughs> At least they started playing it, which for humble bundles is is probably a, yeah, a pretty good. Thing, that's pretty good. Know? That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Quick LTTstore.com mention. Not going to talk a ton about it today. We're not launching anything. But those crew neck sweaters that we uh, announced on the last WAN show, there are less than a hundred left, and restock is going to take a few months. So if you want a nice uh, snuggly sweater to wear for the winter, then uh, make sure you place an order now. Heads up to those that were able to get a foil keyboard shirt, by the way. They are shipping out next week. Um, also, LTD Store is hiring. Just go to linusmediagroup.com for information. We're hiring like six people or something stupid like that. All right, another big news. Google drops the new Pixel 5, Pixel 4a 5G, Chromecast with Google TV, and Nest Audio. It's Techtober. <laughs> it's a pun. So let's talk about really for me what is the big news on the pixel 5 the fact that it is sporting a snapdragon 765g this is an soc that launched in hold on a second let me just have a let me just have a quick look at the launch date of this particular processor uh oneplus nord unveiled on july 21st no no come on when did it come out Revealed the release date, expanded a full story. Uh, whatever. It's not new. 
It's, it's not particularly new. And more importantly, while it does have new features, if I recall correctly, it has built-in 5G support um, compared to what manufacturers have had to do, like bolting 5G support onto the Snapdragon 865 chipset, um, like the flagship chipset. Uh, so I believe it has 5G support, but in terms of performance, it is actually a downgrade, not just from flagship SOCs today, but actually from the previous Pixel. Like, what? So, Luke, tell me this. Yes. Would you buy a brand new you're... Pixel that is slower than your old Pixel? Yes. What? Why? I didn't expect. I, did, I didn't think you were gonna expect that answer. Um, Is that I, the only reason you said that? Because no, no, I don't need speed in my phone anymore. But why have it slower? If if there's other benefits, I'm not. I'm not sure. But if there if there if there are other benefits to it, like if somehow, I I don't think this is true. But if somehow it's better for battery life. If somehow it does these other things. Sure, because I absolutely do not need performance in my phone anymore. I'm still running a Pixel 2 XL, and the only reason why I'm hungry for an upgrade is, one, I can't solve notification problems. I've received all your emails. I've received the tweets. None of it's working. I actually have my SIM in my Pixel 1, and the notifications are fine, so I'm actually using a Pixel 1 more often than anything else, which is great. Oof. My other problem with my Pixel 2 is the proximity sensor is busted. Got it. So if I answer a call, I can't dial. Got it. It always thinks that it's up next to my face. So that I like want a new phone because of that. If those two problems didn't exist, I literally wouldn't want a new phone. There's huh. no point. It would be. It wouldn't be worth. Even if it was free, it wouldn't be worth the hassle of like migrating over to a new phone. Okay, that's um, that's a fair point. Um, so, like, if if there is some form of benefit, then sure, because I genuinely do not care about increased performance at all. I don't play games. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. I don't need more performance to do emails. I don't need more performance to call people or send text messages or read Twitter. I don't need more performance to watch a YouTube video. I don't need more performance to use Floatplane. I'm completely fine for what I do. That's fair. Uh, but if there isn't some other type of advantage for the decreased performance, then like, yeah, sure. If I'm paying for it, I might as well get it. Okay. Um, so in terms of other features, uh, 90 hertz refresh rate is still 90 hertz refresh rate. Compared to the Pixel 4, face unlock has been ditched. So uh, Apple's still holding on to it, but um, looks like the rest of the industry is like, yeah, yeah, fingerprint readers were pretty good. Uh, I actually really like the fingerprint reader on the fold so it's just built into the button like sony used to do with the xperia i don't know might still do i haven't used an xperia in a while uh like way back in the day it's it's it's, it's pretty good um it's got eight gigs of ram instead of six gigs reverse wireless charging now so you can charge your other stuff off your phone if you have a need to do that and ip68 ingress protection here's the thing that kind of bothers me a little bit though it's like it's priced at 700 us dollars which i guess is pretty reasonable for a flagship except that it's sort of not really not a flagship <laughs> not really a flagship and i guess uh, what i'm trying to say is if phone manufacturers themselves and google's not the only one like lg did the same thing with the velvet um if phone manufacturers are starting to say okay yeah the performance of these things is like good enough then what i want to know is fine then where is the commitment to support this thing in the long term like three years is okay but apple is way ahead and i understand that apple gets a huge advantage in that they get massive revenue through the app store to subsidize their iphone business should they see fit but google could easily do the same thing with their play store revenue and I'm going to propose something really crazy right now that is probably going to be pretty unpopular. Um, what if you could just pay a monthly fee for ongoing operating system support? Is that something that would help rather than hinder the industry? Like, I think fragmentation is an enormous problem because, you know, from the manufacturer side of things, every device is going to have its own little quirks and you can collapse under the weight of it. You know, the having internet 
hates it. By the way, they hate it. They hate it. Just, just to, I, I have not seen a single person in chat vote with you. Right. Every single person has been like, no. Well, then, what's your solution? Yeah. What's your solution? To be clear, I'm not saying that it should be pay as you go from day one. There should be three years of of committed software updates. But then what? When you're moving into your fourth year, would you rather have, have an right? Would you rather have it be garbage and e-waste and end up in a landfill somewhere? And to be clear, I'm aware that obviously they can recycle a lot of the materials, but recycling is not an efficient process. It's not. So, would you rather it ultimately a perfectly otherwise working device that's now no longer getting security updates? Would you rather it poison the earth, or would you rather just Keep using it if it costs you three bucks a month. Because remember, we're not talking about like $3 a month compared to what you get for free now. You should still get what you get for free now. I'm just saying we need some kind of an option because it's very clear from all the analysis that's been done over the years of how Apple has, you know, X percentage of the smartphone market in terms of revenue, but has why percentage of the smartphone market in terms of actual profit like it's been very clear for a long time that the business model of android sort of handset makers is not great like it's not sustainable if we want devices to last for a very long time so we have to do something and it's either you get ads all over your phone which is clearly already happening or you go the YouTube premium route and you say, okay, yeah, I get that it used to be free, but like, I, I, I'm willing to pay for this to, to keep working the way that I liked it now that we've determined that this model is, is not sustainable. So with that in mind, do you guys hate it slightly less? Uh, spoiler alert, I, I don't think so. I, I think they still hate it just as much. Uh, just just reading the like responses. But well, I'd like I th- it. I think, I think you are getting... At least a somewhat. I'm. I'm not gonna. Twitch chat's gonna hate me now. I. I could have gone the easier out here, but I'm not. I think you're getting at least somewhat an emotional response. Right. Um. Because like there, right now, the option that you're getting is is nothing. You you if you get three years out of your device, you're probably lucky at this point. Um, and then you're just dropped. So an option. Yeah. Would be. Good. And like, right. to be clear, look, okay, we've got a super chat from Mark Lane, who apparently thinks it's worth spending $5 to send a text message on the internet, but doesn't think this is a good idea. Mark Lane goes, my Pixel XL works great, yet it's no longer supported. Why, Linus? Why? Well, obviously, you could still have the option to just not get security updates, but that's not a great choice either. There's some, there's some, yeah, it, what, isn't it like Lineage OS or... Lin- I don't remember what it is, but I think it's lineage. Yeah, lineage OS. You could do this, but like most people aren't going to do that. So another uh, option, another option is the legislative route. So right, so you go to your representatives and you say, "Look, it should be it should be illegal for a perfectly for perfectly functioning hardware to have absolutely no path forward." And you go, "Yeah, I understand that. While you're selling this device, obviously you can't uh, you can't provide the tools, or you don't want to provide the tools to." allow lineage os to be installed on it or whatever you know you want to make sure that you're managing the user experience but once it's past like it's two-year window or something yeah once it's past its window where you're not going to support it anymore you must provide the tools you must create this tool set so that someone else can carry on the work so that at least popular devices could still get support from the community so that's an option but what are the freaking odds what are the odds that's going to happen no, none basically. like we can't and even it's, agree and it's true like we can't even my... agree net neutrality is a good idea luke <laughs> well you and i can but um it it yeah i don't know pixel, are... pixel one is 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 pretty good it's got some big old bezels it's got big old bezels the the screen is big is pretty gross big bitty like, bezels there's there's some things that definitely feel out of date but the usability of it like i can send emails on there completely fine Nathan Nathan Vreen Nathan Vreen says what about a one time fee for the update That's not how it works though Like you got to yeah. understand developers 
at these companies don't get paid one time. So in order to build a sustainable support ecosystem for these products, they have to know that there is predictable revenue coming. I mean, that's why the gaming industry moved towards first microtransactions, which is basically what you're proposing, by the way. I thought we all agreed those were evil. And then subscription services, which is pretty much what I'm proposing. I'm just and skipping a step. both and the one-time purchase. Yeah. It's awesome. You how, buy the one-time purchase, you pay a subscription. How about and everything? How about everything? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Microsoft, in which case you have enough money to buy the earth and all the heavens and you just go, yeah, you pay the monthly fee for Game Pass, we'll just give you an Xbox. Go for it. I mean, not, not quite, but it, it, Games Pass really is a very good deal. <laughs> it really is. So, okay. You guys don't agree. Um, fine. I get it, but you got to understand too that while you may not agree with my way of framing this money, you're paying for it somewhere. Epic's yeah. argument for how Apple's 30% uh, gleaning of all App Store revenue ultimately takes money out of the pockets of whether it's consumers, so whether the app developer would have charged a lower price and you would have paid less, so whether it's consumers or developers, Apple is ultimately taking that money and going, Let's put it in the however many hundreds of billions of dollars pile. Um, you're paying for that. Whether it's from the, the point that you purchase the device, whether it's from the purchases you make for V-Bucks on the App Store, or whether it's from a subscription service that just is what it says it is. A device maintenance, like software maintenance fee that you pay on a monthly basis. It's all the same thing. It's all just how they frame it. Yeah, so Jaw Media says, or pay $1,600 for a device and have the updates inc inclu included across the life of the device. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing. So why do devices keep getting more expensive? Quite frankly, the hardware isn't that much more expensive. We actually, we know from, um, from working with a particular brand, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to get them in trouble, but uh, let's see. Oh man, this is a really long email thread. But we actually know the price difference between a Snapdragon 865 and a 765G. And it's not as much as you might think. Uh, let me just do a quick search for, oh man. Wait, oh, oh, I think I found it. Oh, I think I found it. Yeah, here we go. So I'm not naming anybody, but the difference in price for the like component cost for the chipset is apparently about $70. So there's no reason why a phone that's equipped with a Snapdragon 865 needs to be $1,000 and one that's equipped with a 765G should be $700. 700 bucks, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, even if you make the assumption that every increasing cost doubles the retail price, actually, no, that works out about right. So if you say every increase in cost about doubles the retail price, then yes, that works out. But the thing here is that, like, why? Why does it need to? It's not like from a from a product development standpoint, using a, a, an 865, you know, made it take twice as long. You might need You might need better cooling. I don't think that needs to double your end user price, but you know, what what do I know? I charge the same price for two different sizes of water bottle that do not have the same cost to me. So I'm clearly just I clearly don't understand business 2020 edition. All right, well that was not the answer I expected. Um, so how about this? Would you even bother buying a Pixel Five now that the Pixel Four A 5G is out with a slightly larger screen compared to the 5.8 inch previous one. So that's a 6.2 inch display, about the same size as the Pixel 5. Uh, six gigs of RAM, so a little less RAM. Uh, I don't believe it has a 90 hertz display and it's just 500 US dollars. Same camera setup. Same camera setup. You're muted. Uh, Sorry, I, think... I was talking hey, to my bird. I'm back, we're here. Uh, I need a new phone because because of all the I'm currently running dual phones and like life sucks. Um, and I've been waiting for like this announcement basically. Yep. And yeah, I'm I'm currently leaning towards the 4A 5G. 4A 5G looking pretty fly. Like, I, I honestly, as much as we all meme as community about uh, mobile gamers, I would love to play mobile games if they didn't all suck. They do suck. 
And like I like there there is there's there's some arguments for like okay the games that I like to play are not necessarily going to translate super well to a phone. But that's, that's not entirely true for everything. It's pretty true though. It is it is pretty true, but <laughs> it's also a bit of a cop out that has been used to just make terrible games. Yeah, that's true. I mean there's no reason something like Hearthstone, I mean it did, it was on mobile. There's no and that's that's a truly compelling game that you got super into that was that's a mobile game. And I and I played I yep. did play a bit on my phone. I just haven't been playing for a while now. But like that that was one of the few that I think were genuinely really good. And there hasn't been very many. And the thing is, I I guarantee you, I absolutely guarantee you that the Pixel 4a 5G will knock Hearthstone out of the park. Yeah, it should be all right. <laughs> it won't be a problem. So like, and like almost anything that I would think of with the control scheme that you have on a phone that would actually be a good experience, in my opinion, you can disagree with me as much as you want, um, is going to be pretty easy to run. Like if I could play like a tower defense game that wasn't laden down with microtransactions, I'd just buy one. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to have like Warcraft 3 tower defense custom games on my phone. That'd that would be, be fantastic. That would be awesome. I would love to play... Wintermall tower defense, like that would be great. Hundred um, percent. But I can't. And if I could, it would run just freaking fine yeah. on a four A five G. So like it, uh, I just yeah, I just don't care. I yeah. In other news, I haven't been I haven't oh. been uh, heavily motivated by phones in quite a long time. In other news, the new Nest Audio is squarely focused on bringing higher quality sound to those who are already in the Google uh, Home ecosystem they claim 50 percent more bass and 75 percent more volume compared to the previous google home there's a 19 millimeter tweeter for high frequency sound and a 75 millimeter midwoofer to bring that bass and it'll come in five shades uh notably it's available for just a hundred us dollars dang sonos watch out because that whole thing where you guys charge a lot of money for your uh for your smart speakers Looks like it's not going to be a thing for much longer. Sonos be mad, too, about uh, Google apparently, allegedly, infringing their patents. So we're going to see how that plays out. Finally, there's a Chromecast TV with Google TV, which is great because Google TV is is great. And, uh, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's just a rebranding of, like, Android TV. But, um, hey, cool. And YouTube yeah. TV is integrated. There's an entire live TV section that acts as like a live guide, but it does not support Stadia, at least at launch, for all dozens of you out there who are running Stadia. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks for paving the, paving the way for the rest of us. <laughs> hey, no, I, I'm serious. I'm serious right now. Like, I, I'm not going to... You think Stadia is going to stick around? You don't think they're just going to drop it? Okay, well, it's Google, so they might drop it, but not everybody will. What did they What did they drop recently? Just Oh, yeah, yeah. They just, uh, remember, I think it was on WAN Show last week, we were joking about Google Cardboard. I'm like, does anybody still do that? Yeah, they, they formally dropped Daydream. So Google's whole... Day, Daydream as a whole, really? D Daydream's whole VR, Google's whole oh. VR, AR strategy seems to have been a bunch of engineers that got a nerd on for it a few years ago and we're like wow we should like and then <laughs> there was no business case for it whatsoever because people are not going to do that like they're not going to put their phone in some stupid holder and strap it to their head to like watch netflix that's ridiculous it's <laughs> not comfortable and yeah. it looks awful um <laughs> and so they've, they've accepted that it's dead like, honestly, sometimes I really do wonder if Google practically runs like Valve, where you just yeah, wander yeah. around and work on stuff like that it. you think is interesting, roll your desk over to, like, you know, I don't know, the the Hangouts Meet project. Like, oh, hey, wow, this is, like, got the same name as, like, Hangouts, but, like, Meet, is it a corporate offering? No, not really. Oh, it's just, it's, like... If I have the Hangouts app and the Hangouts Meet app on my phone, I'll just get two notifications for the same message. Wow, that seems like a great idea. I'm gonna I'm roll my desk right up here. And I mean, don't get me started on YouTube Stories. YouTube Stories has gotten, as far as I can tell, like two updates since they launched it over a year ago. And get this, get this. The first fold, my first complaint that I couldn't use the Galaxy Fold as my daily driver because YouTube Stories doesn't work on it. For what reason? 
I don't know was 10 months ago. And yet, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I pressed the create button and I got, well, whatever. You can't see that. Don't worry about it. I got go live and I got video. No stories, no community posts. Why? What difference <laughs> does it make? Just put the f***ing button in there. <laughs> 10 months, 10 months. Like they've got this completely like scatterbrained approach to product development. I don't yeah. understand how they get anything done. The it usually, usually it seems like unless something completely blows it out of the park, yeah, it's dead. And Stadia sure as heck did not blow it out of the park. So I, I'm expecting it's just dead in the water. I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Have I talked? Like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. When, go when ahead. Google abandoned something, it's not. It's not like they like open sourced it all. No, you're just so like the, the like yeah. paving the way idea. The reason why I like jumped on that is like it's just it's just dead, and all the work they did on it is just going to rot. Okay, so here's a good one. Uh, I was a happy Google Play Music user. Uh, Google Play Music yeah, I mean, is getting sunsetted very soon. Well, you didn't even pay for it, but I was a, I was a happy paying Google Play Music user, and they're sunsetting it in favor of YouTube Music. I have sent a complaint about this to the YouTube team because apparently it's like YouTube now. I'm like, hey, you guys have a couple of absolutely game-breaking problems here that are going to turn me from a paying customer into a non-paying customer. Here they are in no particular order. Number one. Google Play Music can cast directly to my Sonos ecosystem in my house that I have spent hundreds, nay, thousands of dollars on at this point. YouTube Music needs to do that. If it doesn't, I'm going to Spotify, which has that functionality because I hate Sonos's own app. It's horrible. So what I want is to use the native app for my music service and then just cast it to my Sonos speakers. That's the world I want to live in. Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that's great feedback. Thanks. Number two, number two, get this. On my family plan, which I had for Google Play Music, and I intend to continue having for YouTube Music, on my family plan, I have my children and you. So <laughs> all my dependents, you know, basically. So I, got my, so I got you and I got my kids, right? And they use Google Play Music all the time because they can play music in their room. I've got a, a Sonos speaker in almost every room in my house now, and they like listening to music. And they're pretty tech savvy. My son's got a phone, so they use it. YouTube Music has the same damn restrictions as the full YouTube video app. So if you're under 13, you can't use it. What is the point of a family plan for a service that your kids can't use? How is that? How is that a thing? I don't know if they've actually fixed that one yet. But like, how can you be like, yeah, here's the date when this service is going away completely. By the way, if you have a family or if you have a third party smart speaker, <laughs> I don't get it. How are you a billions of dollars company? And what was wrong? I honestly, what was wrong? With Google Play Music, if you had to have it be YouTube Music, just just rebrand it or something. Like, I'm sure there's some the, the technical YouTube reason. The app is just super not as good as well. Like, I know. <laughs> like, is it as simple as they just the licensing for like music videos and stuff and stuff that they? Because I, I noticed that there were songs that are like clearly uploaded through like Vivo accounts, like officially yeah. to YouTube. That for whatever reason I couldn't listen to in Google Play Music was it was this just a licensing thing? If so, just copy that code base and add the features. Like, why are you reinventing the wheel all the time? Why are you reinventing the wheel all the time? Just stop, Google. Just stop. For your own good, just stop. <laughs> Leave Google Music alone. Ah, it just makes me so angry. Like, how is Reminders still not working for G Suite users? I cannot set a reminder on my phone because I pay for the, for the feature or for the service. If I had it for free, if I had it for free, the feature would work. I how use, does that so make any I... sense? Months. I use the the like root main account for my phone. I use as my personal account so that I can set reminders. Well, I don't 
have like a personal it would oh it would take so much work for me to move all my calendars and all my crap over to my personal gmail account like i don't it's annoying it. i i did this like i think i did that with my shift to my pixel 2 xl so dumb because my my previous one was my like work email because i actually prefer it that way for like a bunch of reasons but now i've, I've shifted it over so um, dumb yeah just like this segue to our sponsor first sponsor <laughs> honey Honey is a free shopping tool that finds I'm so angry right now, that finds the best <laughs> promo codes wherever you shop online at sites like Amazon, eBay, Newegg, Razor, Best Buy, Walmart, and more. Those of you who have downloaded Honey from our link have saved literally six figures of money in the past few months. Honey gets a small commission from the sites where you shop, so that's how they make their money. That's why it's free for you, and it installs in just two clicks. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Linus. They've even got other cool features, like a price history feature uh, that I use all the time on Amazon, so you can tell, even if this, this is the best price right now, is it really a good price at all? The show is also brought to you today by... Nerd or Die. Nerd or Die offers stream overlays, alerts, widgets, and more for live streamers and content creators. They have complete stream packages available for purchase as well as individual elements. They've even got some free resources available if you don't have any cash on hand at the moment. You can create custom, personalized Twitch and haha, <laughs> mixers still in my talking points. Twitch uh, panels for free with their profile panel, panel maker. And if you're an aspiring streamer, you can learn more about Nerd or Die today at the link below. It's lmg.gg slash nerdorgy. Nerd or Die. It's just all one word there, so it's a little hard to read. The show I is like also it. brought to you by Vessi Footwear. Thanks to Vessi for sponsoring today's WAN show. They make comfortable shoes that are light and, importantly, water-resistant. You can walk in almost any terrain while keeping your feet dry, and they have got their new weekend shoe that looks great any day of the week, not just on the weekends. I have personally tested that. Um, you can get $25 off each pair with offer code WANSHOW, so check them out at vessi.com slash WANSHOW. Thank you, sponsors, for making this show, this very disorganized show, possible. We have gotten through a total of two topics so far, Luke. <laughs> um, it's like almost seven. <laughs> This was the right move from NVIDIA. I like this. They have delayed the RTX 3070 launch to the end of October, and they're doing this to allow for more stock to build up so that there might be some freaking chance that you can actually buy one. And you might think this is an entirely altruistic move from NVIDIA, um, just to you know, make life easier for the the, the gamers and the the shopkeepers who who all want to, you know, get their hands on this shiny new, uh, shiny new technology. And as far as I can tell, it actually appears to be. Hold on a second. L let me let me check something real quick here. Does it use the same die? Does it use the actual same die as, so if the full GA, blah, 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 GA 104. Uh, GA 104. Yeah, no, it actually uses a different core. I actually have not looked into the 3070 much yet. I'll figure it all out when we're doing the review. So if NVIDIA was, if this was a product where NVIDIA was going to be using harvested cores and selling them at a lower price, you could say, oh, well, they're probably just stalling so that they can sell more 3080s, let's say, for example. Uh, sell more 3080s, uh, and people won't have the 3070 as an option. They're, they're worried the 3070 will cannibalize 3080 sales. But what actually seems to be happening here is because this is an entirely new core that is not shipping in any other product right now, NVIDIA may just be straight up trying to make life a little bit easier for someone who wants to get one on launch day because it would be in NVIDIA's best interest knowing that they are going to sell every single unit regardless. It would be in NVIDIA's best interest to take the money earlier rather than later. Remember, this is a product that they have spent, I don't know how many, tens, hundreds, thousands of millions of dollars building. Probably not a billion dollars for this one in particular, although it wouldn't surprise me if Ampere as a whole cost them a billion dollars. Um, but this is a product that they spent definitely millions and millions of dollars developing, and I'm sure they want to return on that investment sooner rather than later. So they are actually just putting it off for a few weeks here so that you, there, there is a chance that if you're one of the enthusiasts who really wants one on launch day, you'll actually be able to get one. I say good guy. I say good guy move. Um, 
Anthony's saying the Radeon event. I see you see that. Yeah. Yeah. The Radeon event is on the 28th. So, uh, you know, maybe not entirely good guys. You know, they could also be <laughs> trying to trying to see uh, what AMD is doing first. I yeah. also suspect that if I'm NVIDIA, I have a pretty good idea of what's coming from AMD at this point. It is amazing how much intel those companies have on each other. Um, like, for realsies. So, blah, 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 blah. It's likely the 3070 will be the best price-to-performance ratio of the 3000 series. We're expecting 2080 Ti performance for about $500. But, of course, that remains to be seen. I think even if they had the stock available that like this launch wouldn't be problematic. I think delaying the launch, and so, and I, I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think they have the stock, just to be very clear. Yeah. I'm just saying, even if they did, delaying the launch and saying that they did it for stock reasons would have been a win for them anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um... Like, I think, I think this was the right move, like almost no matter what situation they're in, yeah. just because they got so much flack for like a an ill-prepared response previously. And it, I think it's similar to like the gaming industry right now. People are getting very tired of these like terrible game launches where things aren't ready and there's like bugs out the gate. And now companies are starting to get praised for pushing game launches back, Yep, which is like kind of whack, but honestly it is probably the right way to approach it. Because if, if you're pushing a game launch, if you're pushing something that's going to make you money back, you're probably doing it because you need to. For some reason other than getting money, as much money as you can as fast yes. as possible. Yeah. And you're yes. gonna win you're gonna win appreciation from your audience for doing that. So uh, yeah, I, I think they're they're winning some mind share and also being able to place it right right behind AMD's launch. So if and, like, AMD surprises them. If yeah. AMD surprises them, Somehow. it's a lot easier to drop your price before you've actually put any cards in the hands of customers than it is to do it after you've put cards in the hands Absolutely. of customers. So yeah. if AMD like pulls off some kind of coup here, um, NVIDIA has the option to issue after they've shipped the product rebates to their board partners and retailers if they want to. I suspect there's not going to be that many surprises, but I think that's just me. Like that's like a defense mechanism for me at this point about AMD. Like I just, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty bullish on like CPU right now, but man, AMD GPU has disappointed me so many times that I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Sure. Let's see. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, Microsoft announces surface laptop go and new surface pro X. The Surface Laptop Go has a 12.4-inch 1536x1024 touch display, a 720p webcam, Core i5-1035G1, that's decent, 4 gigs of RAM, okay, 64 gigs of eMMC storage, which is pretty lame, for $549. Um, I guess so? And the Surface Pro X, literally the same as the last Surface Pro X, but with the new Microsoft SQ2 processor. And what's interesting about this is that it's basically a modified Snapdragon 8CX Gen 2, which is a barely modified 8CX. But Windows on ARM is getting exciting because dun, 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 we are leading into the next story here. Yes. Microsoft is planning to solve Windows on ARM's biggest flaw beginning in November. In a lengthy blog post, this is crazy. Microsoft outlined plans for future ARM development, including a new native Teams application and... 64-bit x86 emulation support. Super cool. It's happening. 64-bit emulation support has long been a stumbling block for Windows on ARM as more and more software is compiled for 64-bit processors because it's been like, I don't know, when, when did the Athlon 64 come out? Like 2008? It's been, it's been like 12 years. So that meant that until this announcement, if you had a Windows on ARM device, you had to hope that there was either an ARM native version of the app or 32-bit version of the app in order to run it at all. What's up, Luke? 2003. 2003. Oh, wow. So I was way off. Sorry about that. Over 15 years. This is the second That's major crazy. x86 emulation layer that Microsoft has added to Windows on ARM with the previous Windows 8-based Windows RT having no x86 app support whatsoever. Now, we have no idea what the performance will be like. It could be terrible, but any performance is a lot better than 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's a big drawback. Like a lot of people don't need the game on their laptop. I almost never run a game on my laptop. And if I did, a lot of the time I would be at home where I could use a game streaming service and not 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 one that I subscribe to. I don't subscribe to any, but I could just stream off of my desktop using GeForce Now. Um, wait, is that what is that what is it still called that game stream? Game, sorry, GeForce Now is the no, the, the other one. It's been so. rebranded like three times. Whatever, who cares? That, shield something. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so yeah, there's. I'm not too worried about things like game support because that's not who they're going after. Like they're going after the people who might buy, you know, a MacBook, right? As long as I have at least the option to run any app that I would want to, this is this makes ARM on a mobile device like a laptop finally kind of something that could get to me like if i had a laptop that i only had to charge like once a week oh that would be amazing you throw like a big fat like 70 watt hour battery in this thing and what is effectively a snapdragon processor oh man like like two days of screen time wow i'd be super into that all right should we do the bounty I suspect just one quick thing before we go for it. Yeah. I think this is going to be super problematic. You just think it won't work very well? Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise I, me. I think, that I, and I don't, I, okay. I was just about to say, I think they're going to do a bad job. And I don't, I don't think that's actually necessarily the case. It's just I really think hard. the result is going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. It's like they really might do hard. a great job and I still think it's probably going to be really rough. Yeah. But. I mean, also sometimes Microsoft's developers are not the best. Like, what's up with yep. that super tiny notification in the Teams app that indicates that you're not what's signed up with in? The Teams app. Yeah, well, but but so, and, okay, and, yeah, but, I, I can't. So, so, and like, okay, I don't use Teams all the time. I use it pretty infrequently, maybe like once a week. So I'm not exactly the greatest like Teams user use case thing. But sometimes it can player. take me like days to figure out I'm signed out of Teams. Yeah. Because it's, it's just this, this like tiny little yellow bar. Gray. It's yellow? Yeah. I thought it was great. Whatever color it is, it's not sure. eye-catching. And the entire app looks perfectly normal unless you try to send a message. And it's like, oh, couldn't send. But it, it, if I remember correctly, it doesn't actually like say why. No, I don't it's think so. Like, couldn't send. So you have to be like, Sorry. oh, crap, I'm signed out again. And Unbelievable. Like, I, have, I have fairly intense password security. And I, it logs me out on my phone all the time all the time it's so annoying and like, things on my phone generally don't log me out on my phone like slack whatsapp telegram like what are all the other messaging applications that i use that do for whatever reason they don't need to log me out every 30 they days and we've in. been we've been complaining to microsoft about this ever since we made the switch that was like freaking a year ago like what are you guys doing nobody else requires this so yeah. annoying really rough so like I, i'm basically never logged into teams on my phone so i don't get teams notifications on my phone which is like hugely problematic in its own right it's <laughs> super annoying anyways sorry right. bounty bounty time bounty time i i don't even know if i want this do i even want this thing what even is this i mean you, you definitely don't have to commit to a bounty there's there's been cooler weird cards that I've seen. I'll say that much. All right, all right, but I don't it really. It is pretty neat though. I don't really understand this. Uh, like why? I don't really exists. understand why this is like a not safe for work thing. Not safe for work. Yeah, if you click through to the the like Reddit thread, it's like ooh, to everyone that loves AMD ATI graphics cards, click to see not safe for work. It's just a graphics. Oh, card. I, I bet you they're trying to be like it's 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 like. It's gore. Uh, okay, very funny, I guess. Because I yeah, I think they're I think they're memeing on it. If your subreddit is called tech support gore, like you think yeah, yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, yeah, uh, this is the HIS X sixteen hundred Pro Dual DVI. It is a dual interface graphics card with both AGP here on the bottom and PCI Express here on the top. This would be PCI Express one or one point one or something like that, way back in the day. If you have one of these, I'm not paying that much for this. This is really not worth a lot of money. I'll give you, I'll give you 250 bucks for it. We've also working, we've talked about this working, on show before. Working, it has to be working. So yeah. get in, get in I, touch with us. And uh, even though I know nothing would happen, I would love to see someone try to 
try to boot um, two computers <laughs> that are Ooh. like on each end. The Ooh. thumbnail for that would also be amazing. Ooh. Yeah, that would that would almost definitely break something. I, 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 there's just no way. <laughs> yeah. The card, probably the card, because if it's being like if it's receiving power through both slots, that would be probably bad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe both motherboards. Like I don't know how it would, because there's no way the engineers would have accounted for that. Like that's the that's not even an edge case. That's like a, that's like a senseless, needless destruction <laughs> of our product case. Like, nah, dog, nah, dog. <laughs> I just I'm so curious what would happen. Tell you what, if we get one, Nothing good. I will I will allow you to personally press the power button, okay? Oh jeez, okay. Um Robert Mail sent a super chat. Rip the people who missed the first hour of the show over on Floatplane and Twitch. Yeah. We should start making the pre-pre-show uh like Floatplane exclusive. There's no real reason now that Floatplane streaming works better. There's no yeah, real reason for us to have Twitch it on Twitch. Nerds. Sorry Twitch get wrecked i haven't decided i haven't decided maybe we'll continue to do it on twitch the main reason we don't have it on youtube is because we don't want to send out a notification and then realize we have like audio problems uh dylan yeah. dylan dylan kessel says what would you choose between a 144 hertz um 1080p monitor for 500 dollars or a valve index for a thousand dollars i currently have a 1080 i guess that's your graphics card you're talking about and 260 hertz monitors Man, well, you don't have to go like full ham index, and like, and, and what do you do? What do you want to do? What yeah, do like do? if you wanna, like you know, if you wanna pull an Anthony and like start playing Beat Saber every day and like lose some weight, like then you should Heck probably yeah. get a VR headset. But like index is very overkill. Like I think Anthony was trying; he had cheaped out on a bunch of other stuff in his home upgrade setup, and he was like trying to go index. And I was like, dude, no, just here, have my old Vive, because like. You don't even know if you're going to use it a ton. That's like buying yeah. a Peloton bike and not even knowing if like, you know, you like riding a bike at all, you know, like just get, just get something on Craigslist and find out if you even like it and then invest a bunch of money into it. Right. Uh, meaningless says, please don't ever forget to tell those in your life how much you love them and how grateful you are for them. You never know how long you have with them. I just buried my three and a half year old son three weeks ago. Wow. Um, I am very sorry to hear that. I had started reading that message before I had finished reading the end of it. So I guess my tone didn't make a ton of sense at the beginning of that. I'm really sorry to hear that. I'm uh, also sorry to hear that. Man, it's like, I don't even, yeah, I don't even, I don't even like to imagine it. Sometimes when I go into my kid's room just to, I, I go into my kid's room at night just to see them sleeping. I don't know, whatever. They're, they're little kids. If they were teenagers, that would be a little weirder. Um, but for now, I, I go in at night sometimes. I just go and make sure they're okay, you know. And every once in a while, they'll be sleeping really, really deeply. And they'll be breathing really, really slowly. And I have these panic moments. Is your chest moving? Oh, okay. oh, it is. Okay. Sometimes I have to get real close to, like, make sure. And then once I panic about one of them, I have to check all of them. Like they're all breathing, right? Because like that's your worst nightmare as a parent. Yeah, sorry to hear that, man. Um, Tommy. On Gunn. a lighter note, uh, yeah. Someone when when we when we said the like when I said the screw you Twitch nerds and we said potentially doing the pre-show just on Floatplane. One of the Twitch comments that I thought was funny was just in all caps. We made we made you who you are today. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> we love you guys we love you guys you got spunk you got spunk you know yeah uh you got moxie uh tommy gun asks uh will <laughs> when when will your main rig get a 3090 i don't know the only game i've played in the last like two weeks has been among us which ain't exactly demanding and then the next game i'm planning to play is left 4 dead 2 so the reason i even upgraded to a 2080 ti like what was i even running before it was i think it was like a titan x like first gen titan x or something like that like i hadn't upgraded in a long time and the only reason i moved to uh to anything better was actually because uh of anno 1800 and i'm not really playing anno anymore so um yeah i i, I, I it'll be when i have a game that i like really need to play that's actually demanding 
Uh, Theorica says a humorous version of Colton's pie chart for new shirt merge. Oh, that would be kind of okay. Once we have the integration that Luke's team is working on between Floatplane and uh, Creator Warehouse, which is our merch company, uh, once we have that, we could totally do small runs. Because what prevents us right now from doing limited edition, like very small runs of shirts, is not actually the cost or the logistics, really. Like, we've got the workflow pretty down. Like, we do tens of thousands of shirts these days and doing a hundred or something is no big deal the problem is that it creates all kinds of customer support problems when you don't pre-print them because people don't read and they don't understand so if what we're doing is something that's just for the hardcores we can count on them to understand that this is going to take two or three weeks because that's how long the process takes of getting a shirt order in getting it to the printer quality checking, forwarding from the printer to our distribution center, and then it actually shipping out. That's just that's just how long it takes. Um, so yeah, if if you guys if you guys wanted to do stuff like that, we could totally do it. 100%. We could even have like fan submitted designs be like, you know, you know, shirt design contest. Yeah, we'll give you we'll give you 500 bucks or whatever if you design a shirt. We'll turn around and, you know, make 100 of them. We'd totally be into that kind of thing, um, cool. but we'd have to be able to lock it down so that the general population doesn't have access to it because it would just generate a ton of support tickets. And we that would cost us more than we would make on the shirt. And that's just the reality of that type of business. Uh, Nate says you should schedule the WAN show on YouTube so we can sit in a waiting area and have the show auto start when the stream starts. No, I shouldn't. Just in case we're super late. <laughs> Jacob Callahan says, I bought your shirt three sizes too small. And when I asked you guys for help, I got everything small and larger, no extra, plus free packs of zip ties. Love your customer service. I bought your shirt three sizes too small. When I asked you guys for help, I got everything small and larger. Everything small and larger. I No, no extra plus. I don't understand what you're talking about, but apparently you're happy. Good. Heck yeah. <laughs> awesome. Success. Uh, okay. Calvin says, don't really see the purpose of higher performance flagship phones. My Note 8 runs fine. Yeah, fair point, man. I'm running the Note 9 and I'm still pretty into it. Like, 5G is, I'm going to have to wait until there's like some compelling killer app for it because, like, yeah, it's faster and that's good and it's great to. Like, it's great to have, you know, better tech. Like, if I was buying a phone today, I, I'd probably want one with 5G. Yeah, sure. But right. if I'm not buying a phone today, I'm not going to run out and buy one just for 5G. No. Satchifu says, Linus, you're not an evil mega-rich corporation. That's why this is worth it, and a subscription-based phone is not. Hashtag cancel Linus. Hashtag early retirement. I don't know what these <laughs> hashtags are, are after here, but uh, thank you for that, I think. Like you're not an evil corporation. I'm but I'm canceling you anyways. <laughs> I'm definitely a corporation. As for how rich I am, there's people over on Floatplane taking a shot at it in the comments under the How Does LMG Make Money uh, V2 video. It's been interesting for me to read through them. Very interesting. I've seen some very wrong stuff. I was going to say, I, I haven't looked too deeply through them, but I've seen a few, and uh, there's some flawed logic there, but... It was, <laughs> there's some it was good effort. There's some A yeah. plus for effort yeah. going on there. Yeah. And like with, with the information that they have, I think, yeah, they're doing a really good job. But Oh, wow. Uh, after hearing four weeks of evidence in the extradition trial of Julian Assange, District Judge Vanessa, I don't know how to pronounce that, announced on Thursday that she'll pronounce judgment on January the 4th. Interesting. Oh, boy. Uh, Damien says, if YouTube ca if cast YouTube music to my Google Home, I can't shuffle playlists from a song. Yeah, shuffle. It's like super stupid in the YouTube music app. Why are you getting me going on the YouTube music app again? It is so unintuitive. Shuffle is something that th there's only two correct ways to do shuffle. Okay, way number one is when I press the shuffle button, it continues playing the song that I'm playing until it's done and then randomizes everything from there on. And way number two, oh, and it toggles. There's an indicator to show that it is enabled. Yeah, way number like highlighted, like yep. your speakerphone or something would. Way number two is that it goes into my now playing list. It dumps everything that I shuffled into my now playing list in a random order and then puts it on repeat all. 
That is that is correct way number two. If it's anything other than that, it's not correct. That's it. Oh no. ZTO says I wouldn't switch to shop uh, to Spotify if I were you. The shuffle is broken. I keep hearing the same 50 songs out of a thousand plus song playlist. No, because I only okay. have one playlist. I'm one of those people that's just like thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. And then I only play my thumbs up. Like I don't, who has time to like micromanage playlists? Oh man. Northern Rebel says, what are your thoughts on EK pre-built computers? Do they have pre-built systems? No. EKFluidGaming.com. Look at that. EK is a system integrator now. Huh. Well, good for them. I mean, it, it looks pretty sharp, but it looks dated. Yeah, I don't really have any thoughts on that because I found out for the first time just now. I don't see any reason why they couldn't, like, build a computer, I guess. I mean, really what it's going to come down to is customer service, obviously. Um, and... EK has definitely had some missteps, but they've by and large managed to by and large by and large managed to maintain their reputation over the years. So I suspect they would do a great job of the like water cooling and shipping. Yeah, probably. I mean, they certainly know their shiz as far as that goes. Yeah. So like that's cool. All right. That's pretty much it for the WAN show. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. We will see you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Goodbye. WAN show has a crazy number of live viewers tonight. We're at like 25,000. That's a lot for WAN show. Yeah, I know, right? Like 20k over on YouTube, another 4k, even though we were dissing for Twitch, another 4k over there, and then plus go playing. Twitch. <laughs> Crazy. It's hard to be Twitch, man. Think about it.